Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. Once airborne, we'll let you know when you may use approved electronic devices, but note that some items may not be Welcome to the Copper Castle, the Prez and VP. I'm the host, Ricky, Ricky the Prez Logan. Got my co-host, Ricky Et Dog, VP Etridge. Uh, welcome to the show and welcome Et Dog. How are you today, mate? I'm um, very well, mate. And I tell you what, pretty excited for this one. It's a good one. It is. It's um, when I sitting here and I've opened up the release schedule to see what in- intro we're doing. I said it was the Fighting Squids so that um definitely pumped me up a little bit for this shitty isolation Saturday. And we're stuck in lockdown stage four down here, and things are getting a bit tough. And I was saying that with the Fighting Squids are out today. You know, it's a, uh, I was excited. Yeah, it was a bit of a shame because um, I think it's Oscar who's Oscar, he's, yep. he's stuck in Melbourne at the moment, and we're you know we're going to get him down and have a kick at the club, but obviously shit's changed since uh, we spoke to him, and we can't even leave our houses pretty much. So. Thankfully for um, Fort Lauderdale, though they're in the part of America that just don't care about this thing, and they're out kicking the footy around and training and. Yeah. Actually, just before we jumped on here, I was on the you know, on Instagram and there's a story of them having to kick around the footy, proper training down there. So, I mean, good for them. Yeah. Bit. Well, they're, they're in like a unique part of the world, aren't they? It's something they are. Sort of, you know, they're in a, Lauderdale. It's... They're in a part of the world where you type in Florida man and your date of birth and you get some fucked up stories. <laughs> yeah, okay. Have you, have you never heard that one? No. No, apparently... um. Because everything that fucks up, that's fucked up, comes out of Florida. So apparently, if you type in Florida man and your date of birth, you'll get a, a just a strange story from Florida or well, Florida. Yeah. Apparently, something like that. I haven't tried it. Maybe when we get off this, we give it a yeah, crack. We'll have to get on with it. But, but these, these boys, these boys are a laugh. I tell you. I've, yeah, they have a good time. When, when, as you know, I organise the clubs to jump on. I sent. The message, my guy, we can do this date. When the reply I get back is, sorry, mate, we can't do Friday night our time because we train and then get on the beers. Oh, sorry, then get on the piss to be word for word. You know it's going to be a good club interview. Yeah. Man, when he jumps on and he's got this bloody squid hat on. Yep. Sure. Uh, to start the to start thing, you know you're in for some fun. And it's one thing they do well over there is they have fun and they have a great time. And, we had fun chatting to him. Damn, I tell you, one of my favourite things about this week, mate, is it's no coincidence how we've worked we've worked this week out. So on Friday, we're chatting to AFL Europe, chatting to Ollie, the uh, the chairman, and Dan Jackson, former Richmond player, current Adelaide uh, welfare officer, or something along those lines. And 
in his chat, he mentioned about the Fort Lauderdale Fighting Squids. So there's a nice connection this week, and it's not a coincidence we've done that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny the six degrees of separation of some of the some of the clubs that we've come across. Um, but hey, let's get into it. And sorry, Talk. before we go, and Dan Jackson agrees these bikes are fucking loose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, we'll take his word for it, and they. They gave us no reason to doubt that they're not loose. That's for sure. But we always talk about then to go on a, you know, a pre-season trip for our fucking footy trip for our boys to go have a kick of the footy with the town around the world. I reckon the Fighting Squids, if any local club actually listens to this episode, I reckon Fort Lauderdale could have an influx of bloke teams trying to get across there once all this COVID stuff disappears for a kick and a party with them because uh, it's right up, it's right up, it's footy trip alley, I'd call it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, and mate, it's not far from Miami, so you can go down to Miami and hook up with DJ Khaled or something. Yeah. And, and another one. <laughs> another one, yeah. All right, so enjoy this one. Uh, this chat with Oscar and Anthony from Fort La- Lauderdale Fighting Squids. And join us Wednesday, the GB Swans, for another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today we would like to welcome... Uh, Oscar and Anthony, all the way from uh, Fort Lauderdale, or, well, via Glen Iris at the moment for Oscar. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Anthony's all the way over in Fort Lauderdale. They're from the Fighting Squids, which is probably one of the best Ooh. names we've come across uh, in our yep. travels. Um, so thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate you taking the time on your, uh, what is it, Friday evening for Anthony. and. Uh, a very brisk Saturday morning for Oscar. Not Florida over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into it. First of all, I'll ask Anthony, uh, how did you even come across Aussie rules in the first place? So uh, I played rugby in high school and college in New York. So when I moved down here, I met a guy. I knew what Aussie rules was. I uh, heard about it here and there, watched a little bit of it. And uh, couldn't find a rugby team for a while. So one of the guys that uh, I knew was like, yo, I'm playing uh, footy. And went down and started playing. I've been playing six years now with the squids. Oh, very nice. It's, yeah. it's good that you were able to find the better code of football and, and not <laughs> that rugby, mate. Um, and for you, Oscar, how did, how did you get involved in, in footy across – over in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so when, when I was in the States originally, I knew that there was a bit of a, a US AFL thing, but I, I first moved to a city that was like in between a couple of teams, and so I gave up on it really. And then when I moved down to, to just above Fort Lauderdale, then I saw that there was a team down there. I was like, oh, this, this is sweet. And I hit them up, and I think I hit Plugger up actually. Yeah, I wrote it so I gave a very, yeah. yeah, Yeah, I wrote like a very professional. I was like, hi guys, you know. Like, Wondering if like you allow me to come down and train and get down there and get a bunch of piss heads and blokes like Plugo, you know, can't can't kick the ball off the square. But uh, no, it's, hey, it, it was, it was great. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But um, no, I just just went down and and they were the most welcoming bunch of blokes. And within within two weeks, they had me, you know, under under their wing out in Sarasota, making me do all kinds of awful decisions um, at the national. So it was. It was great, you know, straight indoctrinated. You mentioned that you went down there with a bunch of pisses. When I was trying to organise this interview with uh, Anthony, 
I sent him a message, oh, mate, we can do Saturday mornings our time, so Friday night your time. The response I got was, hey, mate, can't do Friday nights. Uh, we train, then go out and get on the piss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I messaged him back saying, out of all the reasons that clubs are giving me one they can't do a certain time, that is by far my favourite and the only one I'm going to ever accept from now on. Yeah, exactly. So that that's how everyone gets accepted there. I mean, that's yeah, it's awesome. It's an awesome place down there. So it was easy to hang around. Yeah, very nice. It's been a, a common response for the Aussies finding a, a Aussie rules team overseas. They get you know, it's not just about the on field getting to play footy overseas, but it's the camaraderie and the good times you have off the field and like. Yeah. Like many of people getting getting to the nationals pretty early on in your time over there has been a pretty common one as well for the Aussies. So yeah, we keep saying yeah, that we're going to have to get our way over there for that one, I think. Yeah, well, mate, I reckon the squids would almost give out visas at this point. Folks come in from halfway around the world for that competition. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they look at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. KT. Visa. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. If you need a you need a utility and a and a full forward, mate, just hit us up. We'll uh Oh, we'd love to have mate, it. We, we need everything. We'll, we'll take it. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. Uh, nice. But so when when and how was the club first founded and, and why did you choose the the name the Fighting Squids? Uh so with that, it was back in two thousand five, one of the Aussie guys, Cameron, uh him, Nathan, our club president, Al Gavin, also Gaper. Uh, you know, they really, like, decided on names. There really wasn't a vote or anything. One of the guys just shot the name out there, and we just stuck with it. So, to me, it's one of the best names in footy. But. Yeah, three, someone threw the name out. Once everyone stopped laughing about how good it is, uh, yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fighting squids. Yep. Oh, the name definitely nice. got out. As soon as we uh, started looking for clubs and I come across a club called the Fighting Squids, I'm like, nah, we've got to get them on just for that name because that is just fantastic. Um, so with the name, how did you guys come across, choose the logo and the colours and the design of your current jumper? With that, so we just got the same logo. Uh, we actually had uh, Rue, one of the guys, he uh, coached one of the women's teams up in Canada. He ended up getting with uh, Cameron and Gav and all them, Nathan all those guys, and they just went through and pretty much designed it all. They had, like, a rough idea, and then Rue, you know, seemed to it and helped them out designing the jumper, making the jumper, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's a bloody good-looking jumper, that's for sure. We, As Ricky said, we like yeah. clubs that have got different names and unique jumpers and all that. We do really enjoy um So I know in America, a lot of well, – even around the world, a lot of clubs don't exactly have a club theme song, but – do you guys have one? And if so, what is it? Oh, that's Oscar. Oscar, that's you. Get out of yeah. here. This is Where's great. My, yeah. If my um, if my if my loving parents who hadn't taken me back into the into the home at the age of twenty seven weren't asleep right now, I might play it for you. But we, we actually, I'm I'm a musician and um, I, I wrote one, um, wrote one not not long ago actually, maybe a couple of months ago. Can can talk you through it it's actually it pays a bit of homage to east Melbourne, which starts off with the zoo the zoo the zoo the zoo the zoo and originally fort lauderdale had had a song which said we're blue we're blue we're blue or we're blue because we're blue because we're blue, because we're blue. anyway yeah. so we made we made a club song so the words are we're blue we're blue we're blue we're blue fort lauderdale is blue 
the squids go fighting across the seas, but they're coming for you. So watch your back or else our fins will tear your ass anew. We'll break your bow and take the flag. Squid champions through and through. So there's our song, Dents. The squids have got a song. Ah. <laughs> uh. I love it. it. It seems to be going one of two ways. We ask a club, they go to song, it's no, we don't have one, or they've got a one they've made up themselves, and that's a fucking pillar. That really is. That yeah, is. it's good. It's, yeah. it's a beauty. No good one. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's up be, there with can, the wombats. You can find us yeah. out in, yeah, I, I saw the wombats one on their, their page, actually. It's all about taking the pubs and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, we like yeah. unique... Jumpers and we like unique songs just as much. Uh, I, I think if there's one word to describe the squids, it would be unique. I think that's, <laughs> that hits the nail on the head as, as best as any, honest. Uh, we're going to now go with that Fort Lauderdale Fighting Squids, the most unique club in the world. Go. Dude, it's the, it's the most interesting group of degenerates I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we have doctors, lawyers, engineers, boat captains. I'm a pantry chef. Oscar's a musician. You know, it's, it's so interesting. And everyone just likes to get on the fist. Uh, yeah. That's what we love so much about footy is it just brings all different types of people together. And yeah. it doesn't matter what walk of life you come from. You can be have as much fun at a footy club as anyone. So it's, uh, it's great that all around the world that's happening. Yeah. Uh, who was the club's, uh, when was the club's first season and how many players did you guys have back then? So we played what they've told me I was with the club. I didn't join until 25th, uh, summer of 2014 and 2015. When they made the team in 2005, they went and played the Redbacks, St. Pete Redbacks. That's Tampa's team. And they've changed their name a bunch of times. I think we filled, from what I was told, 15. About 15 guys. Yep. But, so. is, it, is it hard to get players? And, and how many players do you currently have? Uh, to be honest, any given week who shows up, you know, with everyone on yachting and stuff like that, we've been lucky with the COVID virus. We've had, you know, 10, 12 people here. Like nationals, we normally always show up. Squids, like, from all over. I remember uh, two years ago in Sarasota, we had three people come in from Australia come play. So they just happened to come in for a job, came over and played. We had Slava from Russia, St. Petersburg, Russia, was playing with us in nationals. So, but right there's now we there's a big difference in in numbers of who turns up on day one and who turns up on day two, though, isn't there, Plugger? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. There aren't, aren't day, as day, many people on that second day. No, but day two, day two, we play better. No, everyone's hung over. We've been out. We probably yeah, slept for true. an hour. But right now, we probably have like solid ten people right now. Yeah, so. nice. So we've actually spoke to a Slava from St. Petersburg. So yeah, I'm fairly sure he actually did mention that in the interview. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I feel, I feel yeah. like he did. So, um, whereabouts do you guys get to train and play? So, we play at uh, Cruzant Park. It's in Fort Lauderdale. Me and Oscar actually live in Boca. I live in Boca. And then when he was here for school and stuff in Boca. So, yeah. we travel down south. And then we play there. And we normally go up to St. Petersburg and play the Tiger Sharks now. It can, it can be a bit of a trip to get down to training. Like, you know, if we're, if we're skint that week and we have to catch the train... Like for me, it's a 40 minute walk to the train, 30 minute train ride down, and then 50 minute walk from the train to get to training. Um, but then at least one of the blokes will generally, you know, drive you back or drop you off when you're passed out after a couple of hours at Riverside Market. So, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, or there's a, or there's, you know, they'll offer up a bed or something. So you get value for yeah. your time out there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we struggle to get blokes to drive ten minutes for training. It's it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, right. it's, it's it's the yeah. ultimate thing because like we, you you realize like being over there. Like I I had the luxury of when I was playing here. It's like a, it's like a three minute walk to my ground. And you're like, you know, sometimes you can't be asked. But then if we if we want to play a game of footy, we'll have to meet Tampa halfway in, uh, in yeah. Fort Myers. And it's like, you know, it's a two-hour drive and you couldn't be happy yet. And you're like, well, right. we appreciate it being three minutes away a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> yeah, we're, we live about 20 minutes from our ground on Thursday night. I was like, oh, geez, I cannot be bothered driving 20 minutes to train tonight. Just knowing, knowing what's coming, knowing the fact that the league was probably going to get cold. And then it was sort of like, well... Uh, all these other clubs seem to uh, need to travel about five hours to even get a game in, so I shouldn't be such a little uh, sook and just get get going. Yeah. Um, so, do you guys play in the like any of the regional competitions, and what type of metro games do you guys play, if at all? Uh, I said you, you had a train ticket booked to Georgia, didn't you? Yeah, I was gonna book one. They're supposed to do something in uh, Savannah. It was supposed to be like a southeast region. And that just what COVID fell through. I'm saying they've started building more teams in the Southeast region. It's just hard with numbers and everything to get, you know, we try to get teams out because we have an actual stadium here to do like a round robin tournament. But it's just, I don't know, trying to work that out with all these other clubs and stuff is kind of hard. So then clubs be Savannah, Rome, Atlanta, 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 Raleigh, yeah. Jacksonville has a couple people. Uh, St. Pete does, Tampa, whatever. They, they have a couple guys. So it's kind of like last year at Nationals, we combined with Tampa. They played with us. So we do something like that, try to get like a whole southeast region thing. But mostly it's we're playing ourselves or Tampa mostly. Like a couple of years we had Houston come over. They had the Eastern Regionals down here when Canada came over. So. Yeah, get a good mix it's- it's funny with the with the teams out there too because for nationals we joined up with Tampa and um and so you know we played three games with them and then I've played about three or four games against Tampa and like so you know there are some blokes there that I've I've never played a game of footy without in the states because you kind of just try and make the most of the people that are around so um yeah, it would it would be really nice to get to another regional competition at some point. You know, be less sociable. Yeah, I want to go up to Atlanta. A little bit more SFL in there, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Brush somebody. So let's see what go in the back line and just hit somebody hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plugs, plugs. The first game I played in um, for my club in the league that these guys play in, I had someone threaten uh, to stab me. It was like the very first game I played. I was 18 years old. And that, mate, you know, we can like, we go out for beers with every bloke after in the USAFL. And then first game in the Southern, bloke turned to stab you. So, mate, it's, it's a bit more sociable over here, I think. Guys, oh, yeah. nickname wasn't Disco, was it? <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't. It wasn't against Sandown. I, think I was thinking, um, so many names. I'm like, oh, could it be them? Could it be them? Yeah. Karen. Oh, yep, yeah. Yeah, I think it's my, my, my junior club, so I can believe that. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's no, it's not a game of footy until you've been threatened with some kind of uh, someone meet you at the car park. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you know, you're doing you're doing all right when someone's threatening to kill you after the game. It means you <laughs> must be playing all right. Yeah, it was nice. 
or you're just a dirty sniper, but either way. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) you mentioned the national champs. How have you guys gone in that tournament? Uh, Our best year was for the club was 2013 when we got to the championship game. I've seen the last couple wins we've had, you know, one win, two losses. Uh, Another win, just like Div 4 playing. So, my first year we played uh, Portland, lost to them. They were the Div champs to go into the finals. Last year was good. We won our game against Baltimore and Quebec. We got killed by uh, Indianapolis. They murdered us. Dockers. Yeah. We um we we also had a a professional couple couple of coaches last year at the at the national tournament which yeah, which was really like, interesting yeah yeah I think it made for made for some of the engines being running a little bit hot before the game even started you know for that kind mm-hmm. of that kind of social stuff we did a lot of lot of preparation for that uh, so it was it was a lot of fun I I really enjoyed. You know, we we had a lot of people just get on board for the for the second day. Like some some blokes that I mean, it's the coolest thing about it. Like some blokes that their teams were finished and and you know they they couldn't make finals and then they just chuck a squids jumper on and all of a sudden the guy that you lined up on for the first game he's like you know oh, running that through the guts now for Raleigh? you. Yeah, Legolas, mate. Yeah. He was bloody great. Yeah, yeah. yeah was fantastic. Yeah, but, him and KT were yeah. fucking. KT's fucking amazing, anyways. That big bitch. Well, yeah, we've got this big Queensland ruckman um, who just—I mean, he could—he could hit it anywhere he wanted on the ground. So uh, pretty handy, but yeah, yeah, yeah sounds handy. all right. Our, our ruckman likes to think he can do that, but quite, <laughs> he likes to tell us he can. <laughs> um, but how hard is it for you guys to get sponsors for the club to, you know? Get to these tournaments and stuff. They do it pretty well, don't they? Yeah, I'm saying last year our sponsors were good. KT, Gerard, you know, we had a lot of like the yachting industry backing us. Uh, Tom Redfoot on our team, he's a engineer. His own company through a sponsorship out there. Good old Redfoot. But yeah, we were doing good with sponsors. Not bad. Previous years we've been yes. good too. The toughest bit, though, is that we can't get our watering hole to sponsor us. We've, I think they've gone to the Riverside Market. Who, I mean, we practically bring bring thousands of people through the door for them, being the squids. Oh, yeah, yeah we live there on Friday nights. Sponsor us. Yeah. Right? Well, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. that's a shame. It's a, that's... a dying shame, really. Yeah. That's, that's we had to on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The traction they'll get from the Cobra cast as well. I mean, you know, a couple of drink cards out there at least. You'd hope so. That's actually a nice tie into the next. Sorry, always a plug. Two dollar cooler, man. Just going down, grab out of the cardboard. Yeah. That's actually a good tie into the next question. So you mentioned that uh, after training on a Friday night, you go out and get on the piss. So. What I was like, what is the social side of the fighting squids and what type of things do you guys do on the social side of things? It's a giant mm. shit show. It's a giant yeah. shit show. It's a giant <laughs> shit show. That's all it is. It's like, if you go through with like the, guy, the people you guys have interviewed and asked them about the squids at nationals, they'll tell you like, we're the party's animal of the USAFL. It's hilarious. 
And like, we're not that bad. It's just the club, we like to have fun. It's just, it's yeah, only we I'll, start I'll, at Riverside and then go downtown or end up at Tom's or somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I was amazed, like, how how it worked. I mean, even, like, this guy, Tom, he, he's, the, he's the loveliest bloke, this American chap, who's really, really, really handy with the footy. But he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, just come down and we've got all these spare rooms. And I remember one night he was trying to convince me to stay in this spare room. And I tried to walk into his house, but there was this old bird sitting on the table. And That's what you call I know that he's Russian. His, his Russian wife's um, mother had come into town. It's like 2 a.m. and I don't know what's going on. I'm seeing this old Russian woman sitting on the on the table and you know, very confused. And anyway, but it's just, you know, it's it's such an open space and so inviting that, you know, not that anyone could end up there, but it's, you know, they, they take care of each other. Um, and, and then you can get stuff at nationals no, where... <laughs> yeah, I heard stories of what Super Squid or or the Masked Squid or what was oh, the Squid Avenger, the Squid Avenger, the one that Michigan squid was. Avenger, yeah, where that's he got it. the root. Yeah, <laughs> he got the root with the freaking Squid Avenger out. Yeah, that's yeah, that was uh, good one this year. That's the that's the other kind of awful <laughs> awful thing. Well, not awful, very funny, but perhaps not not PC thing about the squids is they managed to get the USAFL to publish the um, uh, end of season awards. And one of the awards is the Golden Wand <laughs> Award, which I think you can read into, you can read into yourself what that one's for, but, you know, published on the USAFL page, the Golden Wand, you just go, oh, no. <laughs> no. It's, a, it's a social club with a bit of footy attached to it. It's great. Just, just a wee bit, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. What about uh, grand final day, like AFL grand final? Do you guys do anything special for that? Oh, uh, yeah. So, normally we'd uh, – someone will host it at their house. Like, Tom, he actually was moved in, didn't have any furniture or anything. We all rucked up there and <laughs> brought folding chairs, made food there, and watched the grand final at his house, the whole club. So, normally we'll go, like, go to a bar and they'll show up. We'll go there, have drinks, stuff like that. But last two years we've done it at one of the guys' house just the whole team, invite whoever. Like, we've invited – because, like, our page, we get hit up from everyone, Aussie on the boats, whatever. Like, just a giant welcoming. You know, whoever wants to come have a kick, whatever, get on the piss. We don't care. Come out. So. Sounds good. Yeah. uh, I think the coolest – the coolest place that – yeah, sorry. Well, I think I think the coolest place that the that the squids have is I'm I'm not sure what the connection is. I, I've been there a couple of times now, but CNC is this little spot where if I if I've got this straight, this bloke's just created a speakeasy in his backyard because his wife didn't want him going out to the bars. And this is one of the guys that a lot of the squids know, and they had one of the boys' bachelor parties there the other night. Oh, and it's just like you, you just find Lost squids too. pop up. Yeah, you ended up yeah, there's what you've had in a couple of months, bugs. <laughs> Yeah, I got <laughs> I got picked up and dropped. KT's too big, too big. <laughs> so it's good. The social side is very compelling. You know, we'll get blokes over on work visas and promise them the social life of you know of the star. It'll be great. <laughs> hey man, we've had good players come through. A couple guys playing the waffle and stuff, and you know, it's interesting to see the talent that's played for the squids. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, sounds sounds good work. <laughs> We've been saying it all the time. We're going to have to try and get our way over there when, you know, 
flights flights open back up at some point and then and the states are states are clear to, to travel to we might have to get over for a, a game with the squids i think yeah come over for our nationals yeah, oh, mate. Up You'd love it. And, uh, oh, absolutely, mate. So I'd be probably inclined to make sure that's our last stop in our trip, though, just because I've got a feeling <laughs> after you know, a couple of nights with these boys, I'm going to want to go home and lay my own bed for a good week. <laughs> yeah. I, went, I actually, this Nationals, I went to Europe for three weeks, got home, grabbed my free bag, me and my mate got in KT's car with his girlfriend, his wife now, Robin, and drove over to Nationals, and I was on like two hours of sleep. And we got to the hotel and then went out. It was it was bad. Right. My my the worst bit about Nationals for me is that I live in this horrible cycle of of living in the Northeast. I was in New Haven for two years, and then when it would hit summer, I'd come back home to Melbourne. So I lived in winter for two years. And I got down to Florida and, you know, it's, I've been there for like three weeks. I hadn't done any fucking exercise because, you know, who, who moves down to Florida and starts exercising? And our coach, Drew, he's like, we're the locals. We've got the advantage here. You know, it's like 28 degrees, thousand percent humidity. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll run, run through the middle within like three minutes. You know, you're lying on the ground, passed out. And then the second day was an absolute write-off because Hachi puts a Hachi, Hachi $100 yeah. tab. Yeah, the but, double um, line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so you just you can't get away with much over there, but it is it's a good time. It's a really good time. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh definitely my type of footy club to get involved with when I get across <laughs> to America. Yeah. Um wanna go into your next one, Rifty? Um well, who do you guys follow in the AFL? Oh, what plugs do you have a team? Who who do you? Yeah, St Kilda. I got my jumper up there with the rest of them. Oh, hang on. Speaking of the jumpers in the background, there we noticed there's yeah. a what's that St Kilda one? Squids, yeah, and then a Logan City one from Queensland, South Queensland. One of the maids got me. Oh, nice. But yeah, no, it's St St Kilda. We have a our club. Right before I joined, they donated a bunch of jumpers to our club. One of the guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> I didn't know anything of what to pick. I know rugby and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with this. So. I'm just going to pull something up quickly. As you're uh, moving around your room there, plugs. Mm. Did I say the Arsenal shirt? Yeah, no, I got yes. a Yes, that was my eye, Rifty. So, I'm pretty sure it was, a, it was an Ozil shirt. Yeah, there's an Ozil one. Yeah, I is that. I literally, as you were walking around the room, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure I said an Ozil shirt there. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea how to pick that up. I'd, yeah. I've got to get down to this club, mate. They are right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, no, I got a bunch of jerseys. at the Rugby World Cup, Japan jersey, a bunch of them. So, but, but going back like... to St Kilda for a second, mate, would, would you tell What's me that? how many flags you guys have won in, in, in the last <laughs> like, 60 years, mate? Yes. You know, who has won a, a flag? Point. <laughs> this man. Okay? And I kissed him every time before I go to sleep. He's a beautiful man, Easton. Why didn't that I what you can't see is the little candle that's in front of it, and yeah, he's got a whole yeah, and the, and the lotion actually, and the, yeah, uh, <laughs> the yeah. tissues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, good looking bloke. Tell you what, we we don't even need to ask Oscar the next question, do we? No. Nah. <laughs> uh, ask him. You ask him. Go on. Who's your favourite player of all time then? Oh, 
It's a good, it's a good question. I don't know. Well, it's it's Adelaide's three fiftieth this week. He's he's pretty pretty handy. Although I did I did love I did love Barry Hall. I remember showing plugs videos of Barry Hall. In fact, I think I showed most of my American mates. I'm like, check this out. They were like, bro, yeah. is that legal? Is that legal? Can you just punch someone in the jaw? Like, no, no, it's no. actually not legal. You, yeah. can't, you can't do that. You've got a fair few weeks for that. Yeah, no, I think oh, I, I can't. I wouldn't be able to pick one, mate. There's too, there's too many. This is such a good game. <laughs> I'll say Plugger. Plugger's my favourite player. Appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs> All right. I'm not too sure if it was just I was having issues with my headphones before, so I may have missed the questions. But did we ask about um Oscar about when he first started playing footy down in Melbourne, Rifty? Or did we nah, skip yeah. that once? I was um yeah, I was I was same same thing. I was kind of at, at East Melbourne, um, which is just like two minutes across the road, did the Oz kick and the you know, I got to got to play at the little like for Mini Carlton in the last ever game at Princess Park and and did all that, and uh, and then I just kept fact, the reason that the reason that me and my, sorry, little ball boy action. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Um, but the reason that me and my mates we finished high school, and a lot of our mates go and play for the old boys, but we like me and a couple of my best mates, we'd always like on a Saturday we'd just go down because it's a local global, and Taronga Melbourne would get pumped by like 200 points every week and we were like this is fucking funny like we'd watch <laughs> see how much they could lose by and then we we're like wouldn't it be funny if we wouldn't it be funny if we played for this team and then we just went down to training for the first preseason, and they were so anyway i played at east melbourne for the first like 15 years and then and then the squids so naturally my elevation occurred you know through moving to the u.s as oh, 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 oh. Would i wish people that was a couple of years ago rift you and we're getting butted by 200 points come down for a laugh and then decide oh well, I'm going to pull the boots on now and have a run. Yeah. So, um, how did you end up from you know, East Melbourne across to America? Yeah, st- study first and then um, a bit of like freelancing. So, I, I play in orchestras and, and there's, um, there's some good orchestras down in Florida to play in. Um, and so, when, you know, when, all that's, when all that's going on, it's like, well, you know, I need, need a pastime, need a hobby and, um, yeah, and, you know, find them. And, and then all of a sudden, you don't want to leave, you know. You don't want to ever go play anywhere else. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> nah. it's, it's quite, quite a nice feeling, really. Right, that's imagine. like driving back to New York. Oh, I want to go play up there. Go play in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> so, um, so what positions do you guys play? Oh, just it, it depends if we if we have sixteen people or we're playing like a five on five. But um, or seven plugs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I normally normally run through the the midfield for as long as my my uh you know able body allows me um but plugs plugs is your name plugger from your innate ability to run through the, the top of the square and just oh yeah yeah because like i can actually before. catch the ball i just can't kick the ball for shit yeah, okay. that's why yeah that's why i can catch the ball all day kicking the ball yeah depends what day of the week it is but no normally full forward or full back me and wolf back there with clothes good dynamic you know Big cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you get right. you get sucked into being like, you know, it's like if there are we if we have Gav and like a couple of the older blokes playing, it's like, oh you're under thirty. Well, yep, you'll play in the midfield. That's that's where under thirties go. And it's like, oh okay, yeah. yep, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, for you that I already know where I'm going. I'm gonna go here and there, so tell me the plan. <laughs> 
<laughs> dude, Wolf had a, Oscar Wolf had a specky off fucking Neil the other weekend, dude. It was amazing. <laughs> Neil, take it out. He was so mad. It was hilarious. That's perfect. So, um, Deserve numbers do you guys? Kidding, Neil. <laughs> what numbers do you guys wear? Uh, I have forty-one. Got the uh. Hey. Yeah. Is that is that Rifty? Number forty-one. Is, uh, so, um. I went number yeah. 42. That's my okay. that's my number. And last year, there was me and three of my best mates. So there was Joshy Herford, so Jorge Zoic went number 40. Morris, number 41. Me, 42. Then my best mate went number 43. So we dubbed ourselves, nice. the 40s, dubbed ourselves the 40s club. I think we yeah. only played actually one game for the whole season together because I got injured in round two. <laughs> I think Nate got injured in like round seven. But whenever one of us could get a goal, we'd throw up a little... Uh, just do that to each other. So nice, you, need, nice. you need to get yourself some, uh, some more. You need to get some yeah. blokes in your forties club, mate. And right. I next yeah, time you guys, next time you guys do a run of jumpers and let me know, mate. I'll get myself a forty-two, and uh, <laughs> we, can, we can be the fighting squids forties club. Fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, our club president. I think he's Gab's number forty-three, forty-two, something like that. He's in the forties too. Uh, we go. We're getting there. We're, we've got yeah. two of them. Yeah. Let's just see how many work on it. birds he's brought back to his kids. <laughs> Kept it there. Oh, there's some awful stories about Gab. 42 is like the, the traditional, no, nah, it's like the, the tough nuts all come from 42 and then they like progress to their next number. There's a lot of, a lot of good 42s in AFL history. There is, there is. No, I, I got 42 because, um, as you would know, Oscar, back in junior days, it was, oh, no. you know, the, the bigger you are, the, you know, the high number, high jump number you've got your kit for juniors. And <laughs> I was always, I've always been the bigger, the bigger kid. So you know, when I was early days in juniors, it was like 25, 26. And then as I got to when they started ordering like 50 jumpers at the club I was at, it was like 40. I think, so I think 42 I wore from under 13s through to under 16s. And then my year under 16s, I wore 47 because they uh, gave my team the wrong kit bag, so number 42 ended up missing out of it. So I had to wear number 47. And then uh, pretty much wore 42 until I got to Sandown. And the bloke that got me to Sandown was actually the captain of the club and wore 42. So I was a bit like, well, I can't just come taking his jumper. So as soon as he left, it was, yep, I'm about to get my number back. And could you imagine right someone Could you imagine someone walking into the club now, rifting, trying to take that number off me? Not going to happen. No. <laughs> There'd be a there'd be person coming in and going, I'm going to give you a club $100,000 sponsorship if you want number 42. I'd be going, club of dead money that bad, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's when we'll you would get that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went to the check, I went to the check clear, then just, you know, just happened to break his ankle or something like that, so you can't fucking right. wear it. <laughs> uh, that's true. I'll that. <laughs> tell you what, Rifty, I'm excited for these next ones over these fellas. Yeah, right now it's time for our favourite. You've you've started already during the whole interview, pretty much start throwing some teammates under the bus. And so this is our favourite thing where we get you to throw your teammates under the bus. So what's the oh. first one you got, Epdog? All right, so I'll go with uh, for the first one, Oscar, and I'll get Plug's answer afterwards. Who at the Fighting Squids would be the class clown? The clown? Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. I don't want to, I don't want to. Obviously, throw plugs under the bus here. Uh, oh, I was going to say, with, with the, the, the attire that he had on when he joined yeah. the car, I don't reckon you can't. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess um, <laughs> my dad, so my, my dad in, in Florida, 
um, is Hachi and he's um, he can be a bit of a clown. He, but he's more sensible. Like when he sat us down at nationals and he said, lads, you get to the titty bar at 7 p.m., you get way more value. There's no one there, all right? I don't think that's clowning. I think that's more just sensible, that's just, sensible just business. I have to go Wisdom. with plugs. Yeah, just, yeah, I, I, I get the theory behind that. You get the early lead and then you can just cruise through the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yeah, put work hard early. That's it. No, work, yeah. like, plugs would have to. I mean, plugs, plugs literally, that hat he was wearing to start, he ran on the field with it. The umpire had to stop the game and go, boys, you can't, you can't do that. People Dude, were tackling him by the tentacles, you know. Like, the rest of the time. Last time I checked. Last time I checked in the uh, rules of the USAFL, there was nothing about not wearing a squid on your head. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, yeah, this one rifty. This one's gonna this one could go anywhere. Who's the party animal? Oof. I would have to say it used to be KT. He used to be the wild man. But Genghis. he got hit. Yeah, Genghis. How many rebirth ceremonies did he have? <laughs> How this many going a, away? These are all alter egos of this same bloke of KT. Um, yeah, yeah. You, could, you know, you could go through the, the groups uh, like WhatsApp and, and find it. That was that was the most confronting thing about getting added in this WhatsApp. Well, and, and they yeah. already had all the all the images stored. Blokes like, I mean, just stuff that you couldn't even say on this podcast. Like some of the yeah. images that have been photoshopped in there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's real bad. No, there's probably stories about like, yeah, I mean, because you, you guys have done some big trips after nationals, right? Like you, you went down to Mexico and stuff. Yeah, we went to Mexico for a week. That was fun. Tijuana was KT. Yeah. What was your favorite bar then? The plugs or four four floors of whores? Was that your? your <laughs> yeah, that was a bar. That was, that was a strip club. But yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was uh, four floors. It was uh, I didn't get in the hot tub though. It's too dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could take that too, plugs. I reckon I reckon plugs has a, a good good enough go as anyone at the party scene. And you know, you'll get home at five most nights. It's, it's un- unbelievable. Five or seven, yeah. Sounds like uh, oh. most of the guys at the fighting squids give the party animal that crack there. And <laughs> yeah. That's all we like to hear. But As who gets on the piss. Don't let him fool you. He gets on the piss with us. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a saint. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, he's an orchestra m- musician, mate. They can't, they can't yeah, get exactly. on the piss, with this, you know. They're right. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And his mum's just woken up, so he needs to make sure he doesn't say anything to incriminate him because he wants the house to stay in during this period. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. After speaking code, she's gone back. She got a tea before, actually. She was giving me daggers. And, That's all right. Thanks, mum. I'll do the dishes later. We'll be right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, who's the uh, who's the person that takes the game far too seriously? <laughs> I reckon Neil. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon there's this this American bloke, rugby player, but then also footy player, and you'll be, you know, you'll be like training and stuff, and, and sometimes we got like six blokes, and he's a pretty serious character anyway. Neil, he's a lawyer and that, 
you know, he'll be like, oh yeah, you know, this, this one game I kicked, I kicked eight goals and because it was, a, it was a three on three. And it's like, man, you could have just flipped it around, mate. You know, you could have like, could have not walked into the square. It's like very much, yeah, he takes it pretty serious. But it can't be, I, I, yeah, I reckon you can't, not a player, but our coach that we had for nationals. Um, holy shit, Ruth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I, I don't want to say anything bad against him. Um, that is a good guy. He is he just, the most serious. Yeah, the most serious man you'd ever. Play. Yeah, you'd ever ever see. And there was one, this one, I think, close from Texas or Florida or something. I don't know. This guy with a big handlebar moustache, this American bloke. He got one of these dudes. This poor, like, you know, this guy was just asking for it. There was a guy in North Carolina team. He maybe weighed like uh, 120 pounds, dripping wet. He had these big. He had the glasses that you like tape on, where you know they're like <laughs> tape on. And our bloke just got him and got him in a sling tackle and flicked him down. And this guy would went off, you know, he, he couldn't, couldn't play. And we got a spray for it. And this guy who's like a volunteer, like firefighter or, or EMP or something, he's like, we've all got to go to work on Monday. No fucking sling tackles. <laughs> Given us all this massive fake. So he's he's a pretty he's a pretty serious dude. Although he, he fucking, at the end of the tournament, I kid you not, this is, uh, this is kind of degrading. And, and as a result, I've clearly grown my beard out for this, this podcast. But he goes, you know, there, there have been some great, great efforts but you know Oscar running around the midfield like how old are you 16 like what are you even doing in Florida by yourself you're 16 years old fucking 27 Bruce <laughs> 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 yeah he was like he's like 16 18 what are you he's like oh fuck I thought you were 16 well that was shit there <laughs> uh, so he's a pretty serious dude but yeah oh, <laughs> oh let's go all right, well, who's the, the one bloke you wouldn't want to have to share a room with on a, on a footy trip away? Oh, I, I've shared a room. I'm saying with me being in the club longer than Oscar, we had a 20 Nationals 2015. I shared a room with a guy named D. He was hurt, still showed up. We had a bus. The club got a bus take to Sarasota with a keg on it. We had the keg in the back <laughs> of the bus, drinking on the way to Nationals. I, had a, I shared a room with him, Slava, and Fabio. And we came back at 3 a.m. And he threw Fabio off the bed, threw the bed, completely turned it upside down. Tore up the hotel room. It was, he was one of the ones. I can send you guys the video. I'll send it to you. He's literally trying to tackle one of the guys, Big Ben. Big fucking dude. Uh, he literally got stiff arm. Tried to tackle him with fucking McDonald's at fucking 3, 4 a.m., whatever it was. And got fucking his stiff arm into the ground. I mean, he was running around the hotel room fucking screaming and shit. We took a pumpkin out with us, put a beer bottle in it. It was bad. But that was probably the one guy I wouldn't want to share a room with. Bad. God. Yeah. Can't, can't add to that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, was, that was interesting. That was... But... Oh, yeah. Sounds So who's got the best nickname? Plugger's pretty good. Plugger's pretty good. I like Plugger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hutchie's, Hutchie's nickname is Dad for me. So um, that's pretty good. It makes me feel safe and, and right. you know, tried to talk me out of proposing to my girlfriend on a, on a three-hour trip, which was, which was good of him. So, um, Did it work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not yet, but um, yeah. Anyway, so who who else? 
We got Seawolf. We got Redfoot. We got Genghis. Yeah, Tom's Redfoot. We got Gav Gapa. Got him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know with that. I'm saying it's. I don't even want to ask what where that nickname come from. I can say where it could go. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know with that one. That's pretty tough. I'm saying everyone on the I team. I can't say anything inappropriate. My mum's just walked in again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll best be let you go then, mate, because you're a bit fucked now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Head- headphones do amazing things these days. <laughs> right. Great. All right. So, last one. Uh, which two blokes have got the biggest bromance at the club? Oh, that's uh, I'd say Seawolf and Tommy. Yeah, Tommy Tommy, Tommy's the most romantic. I mean, they they go out kiteboarding on a weekend. And they're, they're living together at the moment, right? Nah, he got a new job and a new boat, but he was living with him for a while. Oh, okay. we, do, we put up a pull-up bar. Me and Wolf were out there digging hole, like four-foot holes, pour concrete for him. Yeah, yeah. but it's definitely... Yeah, I Definitely mean, Tommy, yeah, Tommy's the kind of bloke. I mean, even I, you know, you, you might, you, you might just, you, oh, you give him, just plant one on him one day, really. Um, <laughs> he's just like, he's the most, the most gorgeous man. He's, he's got a great job. Even his, his wife, the, the way that his wife found him, his wife was like, I don't know if she was a tourist or what at the time, but this beautiful Russian woman just walked up to him on a beach and she was like, you know, how you going? And then they got married. And so, yeah, Tom, Tommy's one for romance. That's it's, it's for sure. Uh, very nice. Good. Sounds sounds good. We'll uh, have to uh, check this guy out if you see if he's that good. Am I the only one that noticed? Am I the Am I the only one that noticed that Oscar decided to walk out of the room that his mum was sitting in while he called another man, you know, a beautiful, a beautiful man? Sitting lay one on him, yeah. 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 Get the fuck out of here before I say something. Yeah. God. Yeah. Now that's heard it all before. Heard it all before. Uh, Thanks heaps for joining us, guys. We do appreciate the time. Uh, where can everyone go to Thanks find out us. more about the uh, Fighting Squids and follow you guys online? So, uh, at Fighting Squids at, on Twitter, four on our Fighting Squids on Facebook. That's pretty much it. For yeah, social or, media you could, like or you can go to um, Riverside Market Cafe in Fort Lauderdale from Monday through Monday. And uh, yeah. we'll follow <laughs> yeah. well, A squid will be there. One squid will be there. Just ask these dumb squid. Yeah. Uh, so, so when I get across there, I know where to just to pop into it. You know, two o'clock in the afternoon to get get the ball rolling with me, getting the, getting started down there. Oh, but um, yeah. they got so, good pizza and everything, cheap. Oh, no, 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 definitely talking my language. She's, she's, yeah. I don't know how they don't have two teams running around there. They might they've sold me pretty well. I'm getting down there for a run. <laughs> but um, as you said, Oscar, you're uh, <laughs> you're um currently in Melbourne, Glen Iris. Uh, as yep. when while recording this, our season's just been cancelled. But uh, we are still still planning on having a couple of weeks worth of training while we have the ground, mate. So if you want to come down for a kick at the footy yeah. at any point, mate, would love to have you down there. And uh, we might have to try and see what we've got. And I reckon we might have a spare jump floating around to get plug on his <laughs> hang on his wall. I reckon. Appreciate it, boys. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, we have awesome. uh, we've got new squid shirts, so let me know. You know, I'll send. Three down, asking to bring two guys both one, and asking to get one. 
Yeah, lovely, yeah, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll uh, get in contact with you afterwards, Oscar. In case yeah, you want to come down, for, yeah, we plan on trading for uh, pretty much as long as the council with letters and yep. blokes there want to have a run around. We, uh, mate, yeah, we'll, come on down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shoot us a message. I'd love it. That'd be great. Oh, awesome, guys. Thanks, Ace, for joining us. And we'll uh, Beautiful. catch up with you soon. Take care. Cheers, Cheers boys. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of TAC's Towards Zero campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for more info because zero is the only acceptable number. Hey Siri, play the Cobra Cast with the present VP.